All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. After three o'clock, it's game day. Oilers in Long Island to take on the Islanders. Uh, Stu Skinner will get the uh, start. Skinner, of course, uh, seven and one in his last eight starts uh, with a nine seventeen save percentage and uh, solid. Uh, just uh, what is it? Uh, two. Uh, I think it's two eighteen save uh, goals against average. Uh, Sorokin has an identical uh, save percentage, but has given up almost one extra goal per game. His save percentage is the same because he's facing way more shots. The Islanders have allowed the most shots in the NHL, 36.7 over the last 10 games. They've been scoring lots of goals, but they have been leaking lots of shots and lots of goals. They've given up the second most goals. Uh, this is an opportunity for the order's offense to uh, to really press tonight. Uh, the Islanders, without Pellick, without Pulak, they're going to give up some chances. But the orders, there's one trend here recently that I don't like. They've been scored on first in the last three games. Now, they came back over Chicago because Chicago's terrible. But they lost to Tampa and they lost to Florida. And if you look at on the season, do you know how many teams had a winning percentage when they allowed the first goal of the game last year? Two. And one was Boston. They had a record-breaking year. The orders actually had the third highest winning percentage when allowing the first goal, and they won uh, 47% of those games. That was the third highest. This year, there's only three teams in the NHL that have a losing record when they score first. And there's some bad teams. But even the bad teams, when you score first, it's a big advantage. Playing catch-up in the NHL, it's not ideal. The Orders want to buck that trend. I know early on in the season, like the Orders have done better. Their last five games when they scored first, they're 5-0. and They've done a much better job of holding on. Because early on in the season, they were 4-6-1 and when scoring first, which is terrible. When you consider it, because you should not have a winning percentage below 50% when you score first. You shouldn't. 
And the uh, the orders, you don't want to play Chase against any team. Uh, I guess the only saving grace is that the Islanders are giving up a lot lately. So maybe you can get away from it. But the orders are a team when they get up and then all of a sudden a team maybe starts cheating on them. Well, you think about it. If a team cheats anywhere on the ice, you got McDavid or Dry Saddles lines out, you got a better chance of scoring for sure. It's Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca as we welcome in Sean Brown, former NHLer. Of course, uh, first round selection of the Boston Bruins. Uh, was also an AJHL coach and uh, GM, and uh, he was back from uh, watching his son at the uh, Junior A Challenge. Brownie, how you doing? Awesome. Good to be back, get into a routine. You know, eight days away from home. Jeez, eh? And you see all your buddies, so you probably hung over a few times. <laughs> well, it was my wife's birthday there, too. So, yeah, we, we, we had a good time, uh, no doubt. It was so nice to know that your kid's well taken care of and we could just actually take take in the hockey and just take in Halifax as a whole. And I was just talking to uh, to Connor off air there and just what a what a place to visit oh know? yeah a beautiful place great food great people lots of entertainment um but yeah it's kind of like that that eight days you're kind of i don't know how you are but i was kind of like okay i'm ready to get home get into a routine and, and kind of just get into our own house see if i'm on a holiday where i'm on a beach and i'm relaxing then usually like 12 i find it like day 10 or 12 then i'm like all right okay i'm ready to go but yeah. um if if i'm on i don't know if i've ever done like a a vacation like that yeah. where like you're there watching games and stuff, but so you can't really go, you're not touring a lot of things and it's not like, like there's just something about the beach. Like I can lay on the beach and read yeah. a book every day for a week and never get tired of it. Yeah. I, I actually didn't feel like it was a vacation at the beginning. I was like, well, we're in Canada. It's going to be cold. You're going to have layers. I, I'm like you. I mean, when we go away, our favorite place is, is, is Vegas or, or Phoenix. But yeah, I mean, I, I love the sun and sitting there relaxing having a couple of drinks poolside you know but this exceeded uh both my wife and i uh our expectations for sure well that's awesome how was the tourney you know what it was really good um you know what an amazing experience i never had an opportunity myself to play for for team canada in any way and uh you know what it was just you know the way team canada took care of the kids um you know the tournament itself in Halifax. It was actually just outside, about forty-five minutes in uh, Truro. Um, small little community with a beautiful rink. Uh, it was well attended. Um, you know, and and just the boys were were all taken care of. Uh, you know, there was nothing to worry about from from a parent's point of view. Um, and the hockey was outstanding. And you know, I think anytime any athlete gets to wear you know a Canadian jersey and, and represent your country is pretty special. So. Um, I know he got a lot out of it playing in that type of uh, an atmosphere, that type of pressure. Um, you know, it was, it was really well attended by schools and scouts and stuff. So, you know, he was, he was having his, uh, he was having a really good time. And then obviously to have the success of winning, um, you know, especially they started off a little bit slow and, uh, you know, they, they finished strong and kind of gelled and came together. So yeah, it was just, uh, you know, it was, it was a good time, but it's a nice little break for him. They, uh, his, his AJ team, uh, just finished off uh, their road trip, so it's kind of nice. We got uh, mama's mama's happy. Everyone's at home in the house, and and we get to spend a little bit of quality holiday time here. Um, the uh, Edmonton Orders uh, have lost two in a row, but uh, they're eight and ten in their last eight and two, excuse me, in their last ten games. 
Um, the, the Tampa Bay game was one of the best games they've ever played where they lost. Uh, obviously set a franchise record for most shots on goal with 57. I had lots of quality chances in that game. Stuart Skinner said afterwards, Hey, he didn't like his, uh, his last two goals. And so tonight Skinner's first game since then, he didn't play against Florida. And we can debate. I actually didn't really love that decision, me personally. Although I'm not saying Pickard's the reason they lost. But nonetheless, if a goalie has a, a math night and he's your starter, um, I probably would have gone back to him right away. But they didn't, and that's fine. But I'm really curious to see, to me, like if you have a bad game, everybody has a bad game. Defensemen, yeah. forwards, coaches, you know, even fans probably have a bad game sometimes. But it's all about how you bounce <laughs> back. And so for Stuart Skinner, I think you know tonight's a really good test to just see that, hey, you flush it, but you make sure that you're ready to go tonight. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, we all know the start that the Oilers had and he had. And, and through that adversity, I think they built a lot of resilience and, and learned a lot about themselves. So, um, you know, I think Stewart uh, is obviously a big piece of this team and they're going to count on him. So it'll be interesting to see how, how he does bounce back. And I wouldn't expect him to to bounce back any other way than to have the game that he's capable of playing. Um, you know, like you said, uh, you know, every athlete, every person has days that, you know, don't quite go, go the way you want. But if Stuart Skinner wants to truly be the guy, these are, this is a perfect opportunity for him to grow and mature as a, as a, as a young goalie. Um, and to, you know, and I think it's important, you know, for the organization and himself to see that he can take that step, right? He can bounce back from, from games that, you know, maybe he's not at his best. So, um, this is, this is a great test. They, I think, you know, they obviously put a great streak together, you know, ran into a hot goalie, uh, in Tampa Bay. And now they have an opportunity here to get it back on track. What have they got? Three games in four nights. So yeah. this is a big road trip, road trip as far as, you know, they don't want to waste all the work that they did and put in. Yeah. Well, you know, th- this is, the order's two road trips here because it's kind of split up in between with the Christmas break, but they play three and four in New York where you, there's no flight. Like you flew into New York yesterday and now you don't fly, right? Yeah. Like you just sit and you bus it to Long Island or New Jersey. Like it's very easy. Like it's minimal travel. Yeah. It's very convenient. And then when they come back, they go to San Jose. There is a small flight from San Jose to LA and Anaheim. But then again, you know, you fly after the game San Jose on Thursday, you get in early Friday morning. Now you don't fly again until you're done the game on Sunday night, right? So these are probably two of the easiest three and four game trips you can have in the entire NHL just because there's so minimal travel in between. Yeah. And it's probably, you know, it's a good time for these guys to kind of get away, right? With Christmas, I'm sure that, you know, with their wives and kids, it's a busy time for everybody. And I'm sure a lot of them have family that are kind of coming in here so now this road trip just really allows them to get away and get on the road and kind of focus and stay focused on what they need to do so that now when you know they come back they can have a nice uh you know they can enjoy the holidays and 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 and, and not be worried about anything so yeah i mean they couldn't ask for a better scenario as far as travel there's there really isn't a whole lot of excuses but um you know like i said it's it's uh you know, they, they put so much work to get into where, where, you know, to get to where they've got to right here. I, I look for them all to take the necessary step and see, you know, and, and sense the sense of urgency that they all need to play with, you know, to get and finish off this and, you know, until they get to the uh, Christmas break here. Brownie, when you look at that, uh, 
you know, when you have a goalie come out and say, hey, you know what, I, I got to be better in that game. As a teammate, you probably love it. Like, you know, especially like that poke check on Kucherov. Like, you know, Cody Cece to me still, he's, he's got to lift his back. Maybe it's a really good play by Kucherov. I probably got to give him some credit for it, you know, to fight off Cece. Don't let him get his stick. And, you know, that yeah. that is part of it, right? Yeah. Like, even though Cece's trying to tie up his stick. But when you watch that play as a D-man, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. What was the major error that Cece did there? Like, what, it was a bad positioning. Like, how does he not tie up a stick? Well, I think that that's what skill does, and that's what a guy like Kucherov, when you're on the ice, like that's that's how good he is, and that's the respect that he gets from other players. And and when you're playing against highly skilled players, you know you start to think, and you know, and obviously when you're thinking and and not just playing, and 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 maybe giving them a little bit too much respect, that's kind of what happens. I mean. It's a bouncing, you know, it was kind of bouncing. So it's, it's when you're kind of in between. Do I go for it? You know, do I get the puck? Do I whack at it? Do I just play the body? You know, he was clearly caught in between a few different scenarios in his head. Um, and, you know, a, a highly skilled player just kind of, you know, takes advantage of those scenarios. But, um, you know, it, uh, yeah, it, it it's, it's kind of tough. I mean, I've, we've all, you know, anyone that's played the game has been in those 50 50 scenarios. And, um, you know, I think if he were probably to do it again, he would think way less of probably the puck and just focus more on the body. Um, but you don't have that, you know, hindsight's 2020. You don't have that opportunity now. You, you know, you're making those decisions in a split second. And, and, and same with the goalie, too, right? I mean, He's thinking it's Kucherov. He's capable of anything, and um, you know, and and he probably got caught up in between too. If it's a different player, maybe he's a little bit more aggressive, or maybe he sits back. But um, skill will do that. High end players will do that. Yeah, uh, and that's true. Sometimes they make a good play, and you know, Skinner kind of. I'd be curious to see if we even see a play similar to that the whole rest of the season, where the puck comes in and it's never on the the player's stick. Mm-hmm. Basically, when he entered the zone. Yeah. Right. He didn't have the puck from the blue line all the way down to the slot. It was like they were just the puck was just going to him and they were all fighting and no one's touching it. It's it's kind of a rare one. So it's not one where like if the goalie gets beat from a shot from the sideboards, you're like, how does that go in? Yeah. That to me is more infuriating. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some guys just, I mean, those good players, it's kind of like Ryan Smith was like that for me was just, he was just a magnet for the puck. No matter what you did, he was like a snake, right? You could never, you could never get all of them. He always got 10% of them and he, you know, would move his body and manipulate his body like Kucherov there where, you know, you're kind of just, you're in between, but you know, that's why McDavid and, and these highly, you know, these high skilled guys are so difficult because there's never one way, you know, there isn't one way to actually defend against those guys. Jason Greger, Sean Brown with you on Sports 1440. Uh, we'll uh, update you. We're up to, uh, we got to two packages today for the uh, the month of giving. Um, package number one is currently at uh, $1,400, an absolute steal of a bargain. So if you're looking to sell your house anytime in the near future, the uh, seller's commission on your home, right, usually because it's split. So if you have a $500,000 house, the seller's commission that would go to the selling real estate agents is about uh, – is basically $9,500, right? Now, the buyer will still get theirs, but uh, Michelle Dirk is uh, giving you her. She'll sell your house for you, but won't take a commission on her half. You can't control the buyer uh, commission, but it's your half. So that saves you half your money because really on a $500,000 house, there's nineteen grand in uh, realtor fees. So this is half of it. If you have a $600,000 house, well, now that's $11,000 and what it would be worth. 
So that's what uh, Michelle Dirk from Acquired Real Estate Group is offering today. It's only at 1400 bucks, An absolute steal. So let's get that up. We're helping out uh, Santa's Anonymous for that one. 833-401-1440. Michelle's done this with us for five or six years. And every year, the guy and gal who buy it, they absolutely love it because she gets their house sold in a timely fashion, treats them great. So, And you get a really good deal. Really good deal. So that's currently only at 1400 Package number two is uh, you and seven people in your home. So you want couples, you want friends, whoever you want. There's eight of you in total. You're going to have executive chef Paul Schufelt come to your home and prepare a five-course meal. Appetizers, you know, pasta, all sorts of different food. It's amazing. Desserts. Uh, also, you'll have uh, dinner pairings of beer and whiskey <laughs> from uh, Dave Gardner from uh, Yukon Brewing Company and Brewer's Whiskey. Uh, we did this last year. It's fantastic. And it's up to $3,000 right now. Also, by the way, Sean Brown, Jason Strudwick, and myself will join your group. So uh, we'll come to dear Brownie. Will uh, he'll not wear his shoes in? We tell him we're not in America. You don't wear your shoes in the house. And uh, some uh, and no whiskey. We'll be wrestling around <laughs> hey, in the living room. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never know. Hey, Struddy and Brownie. Hey, we'll get a few whiskeys. Um, hey, you got. Let's. Do you guys remember when you fought? Oh, here, let's do it, and we'll just see. Well, who can win right now? Hey, you never know what will happen. Take them on the backyard rink yeah. if there's one there. So uh, currently, that's at uh, at three thousand for the dinner. So you can text in eight three three four zero one fourteen forty for the uh, dinner. And uh, right now it's only fourteen hundred for the uh, real estate, so I want to get that one up uh, for sure to help out Santa's anonymous package too. Is for the Christmas bureau. We'll take a quick break. Return on the Gregor Show live on Sports fourteen forty Oilers Nation YouTube. Welcome back, game day on the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Oilers in Long Island tonight. Skinner versus Sorokin as the uh, Oilers will try to avoid another Russian goalie dominating them like the uh, last two games. Uh, we shall see uh, what happens. Uh, Skinner's really the only lineup changes. There's some new lines for the Oilers as uh, Hyman uh, will play with McDavid and Kane tonight. Uh, Nugent Hopkins will skate with Dry Subtle and Fogle. Uh, the Hamlin, Ryan, Gagne lines the same. Uh, Brown is with McLeod and Yanmark. And I do wonder, maybe we should have a fun game on. You know, what game and what period? You think Connor Brown finally scores his first goal as a member of the Edmonton Oilers? Like, I can't think he's going to match Tobias Reader's 67 games as a forward without a goal. That was, that was challenging, to, uh, to say the least. Um, I, I would look at uh, other forwards in one year who, who went that many games without a goal for the whole season, right? Like, I'm sure there's guys who went, there's going to be lots of players who went 30, even 40 games during a season. But uh, to go a whole year without scoring a goal, it's hard to do. It's uh, For a forward, obviously there's some D-men uh, that done it. I think, uh, well, I know Struddy did it once. Brown, did you go a whole year without a goal? No, never. Never? Struddy did it once. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, I think his. Um, I think it was his first uh, year. Well, Stradie owned the Canucks record for uh, <laughs> most goals to start a career, most games played to start a career without a goal oh, when he had 121. And I remember when when we told him about that, he was actually quite rattled about it. He was like, "God, that's yeah, embarrassing." Nobody wants that one. Yeah. So because uh, he he did eventually score his first full season in Vancouver was 65 games. He didn't score, and then he scored I think like in game 48 or something of the next season, um, and then. Uh, in Edmonton, one year he went seventy-two games, didn't score a goal. In Edmonton, well, yeah, he was with the Oilers, yeah, yeah, but he did have six apples, so you know, fifty pims. 
And then, uh, but most other years, he always uh, managed to score at least a goal. So uh, he had a career high of three in uh, 06 with the Rangers. I, I don't know how much I can give it to Stretti. I mean, for a guy that I fought that I didn't do all that well, I, I probably should, you know, keep my mouth shut, especially if we're going out for dinner and there's whiskey involved and. Yeah. Might not end it well. Might not end well. <laughs> well, the one year with the Devils, you went 39 games, no goals. I'm looking it up. Thanks for bringing that. Uh, also, uh, also, uh, no goals in 51 yeah. games yeah. in uh, 98, 99. That's the problem, eh? With all this hockey information, you you can't hide. I love how you're like, right? no, I never did that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's like <sighs> the lie detector. You know, yeah, you're yeah. sitting around with a bunch of guys having a couple of drinks, and you're at a tournament, and everyone starts talking about where they play and it's like okay let me see who did you play with and then you oh yeah so that's tough well the worst is some guys that used to always just make up story oh yeah i played nowadays yeah. but uh, there is still the odd person will say oh yeah i play oh yeah where where'd you play yeah. oh you, you know you google their name <laughs> no no you didn't <laughs> like like yeah. going to training camp yeah doesn't count as playing there. Just yeah. a big difference. Anyway, let's go uh, around the NHL uh, brought to you by McDonald's. And, oh, you don't make burgers this juicy and delicious without using 100% Canadian beef. Right now, you can enjoy a quarter pounder with cheese and 100% Canadian beef. Also, try the sweet maple barbecue bacon. Quarter pounder. It's really good. Andrew Gross uh, joins us, a longtime beat reporter for the New York Islanders as the uh, orders uh, taken on the uh, Islanders tonight. Uh, Andrew, uh, always good to talk to you, my man. I'm uh, from Newsday. And uh, I guess for you, the last 10 games, it's almost kind of been bizarro world for the Islanders. They're the highest scoring team in the league and they're giving up goals left and right. It's kind of usually the opposite. Yeah. And, and happy holidays, guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, quick side note, I was covering the Rangers when Strud's burst out with three goals so uh you know that good good times i always enjoyed that um yeah no it, it, it's been real uh you know they, they keep except for uh you know obviously five three loss in montreal but they've they they haven't looked great but they keep you know just banking points here and there but yeah you know bo horvat has been scoring he's got a a 10 game point streak uh, going into tonight's game, and uh, you know, I, I know that you know it's not McDavid with what twelve games, but you know, for the Islanders, a ten-game point streak—that's a career high for Bo. And uh, and uh, Noah Dobson's been playing really, really well. Third star of the week for the NHL had three assists against the Canadians. Uh, the, the problem is their, their their penalty kill has been really bad. It's thirty-second in the NHL. They got a. Uh, really beaten by the Bruins uh, before going up to Montreal because they they went 0 for 3 on the penalty kill, um, you know. So it's uh, uh, yeah, you're right. They're they're scoring more than they have in the past under the Barry Trotz Lane Lambert tree, but uh, the the defense, especially in the third period, has not been as solid. But uh, you know they're they're getting through it, just uh, banking some points here and there. Andrew, I had a chance to uh, play for uh, Lou Lamorello in in the uh, New Jersey franchise. Sure, how's sure, yeah. how's Lou? Like, how? I mean, he's been so good for so long. How many more years do you think he's got left in him? <laughs> I 
think he's going to be in the league when we're all retired. I, I honestly believe that. He's, uh, you know, he is the youngest 81-year-old guy I've ever been around. And, and I mean that as a total compliment. His energy level is incredible. Uh, still really, really sharp. Um, I, I don't know how much longer, um, you know, he wants to go. I, I think a lot of that will depend on where the Islanders wind up this season um, because if they're out of the playoffs, um, I'm not quite sure how ownership will react to that. Um, but, you know, Lou, uh, and we ask him, he's still having a hell of a good time uh, doing what he does. He loves the competition. He loves he loves being this hands-on. And, and you know what? From when you were with the Devils, literally nothing has changed in the way he goes about his business. And, you know, some people say, well, you have to adapt to the times. Maybe there is something to that. But Lou, as you know, believes in what he believes in. And uh, no one is ever going to change his mind. He's, uh, he's still incredibly loyal uh, to his players, and he makes the, the, the environment within the team bubble as you know, uh, conducive to the players having success as possible. And, uh, you know, the players love him for that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, I go back to when he was with the Devils as well, and it's, it's really like he's the exact same person. Looking at, um, at the Islanders, uh, without Pellick and without Pulak, is that the main reason their goals against is so high lately? Like, um, you know, you take out two of your top three D-men. Is that, is that too easy of a connecting the dots for me, Andrew? No, I don't think so. Uh, Mayfield is out as well. So they got three of their top six from the start of the season that are out. Um, Pellick and Pulak are, you know, long-term, uh, longer-term. We don't quite know how long Mayfield's going to be out. He's resumed skating. Um, but those are, you know, I, I talked about the penalty kill ranking last in the NHL, and they're, they're your three defensemen that Lane Lambert usually relies upon uh, for the penalty kill. Um, so you, you, you can certainly connect the dots there. And, uh, you know, even when Mayfield was healthy, he was he had been out, I think it was a, a seven-game stretch early in the season. Obviously, you know, no one ever tells you what the exact injury is. But he did say that he was still feeling the effects of that even before this new injury, which is something else. So his play had been somewhat injury diminished even when he was healthy. And then uh, uh, Sebastian Ajo was out for a stretch. So the, the Islanders are really doing it with a makeshift defense core. Of course, they, uh, they claim Mike Riley off waivers uh, from the Panthers. He had only played two games in Florida, and he's – I think this is game number 10 now for him uh, with the Islanders. He's, uh, he's, he's a fun risk-reward w- type player because uh, he is very aggressive with the puck on his stick in the offensive zone. He likes getting down low. Um, you know, there have been a couple of turnovers, you know, both in his own end and in the neutral zone that have come the other way. Um, and they, they also trade for Robert Bortuzzo. Um, who is just, you know, a very physical, stay-at-home type of guy. And those two guys have, have certainly helped. But, yeah, you, you know, uh, all said and done, you, you need Ryan Pulak and Adam Pellick and, and, you know, Scott Mayfield as well uh, for this team to be whole. What is the uh, timeline for the return on those three? Um, 
Pelic and Mayfield have been skating on their own. Pulak has not resumed skating. Uh, Pelic was actually eligible to come off LTIR uh, today, mm-hmm. but obviously that's not happening. And Lane Lambert said last week that, you know, it's still going to be a little while. Um, uh, the, the, the belief was that he had injured his left wrist or left arm around the wrist area. So, you know, I'm not a doctor, but, you know, it, it was probably going to be a six- to eight-week thing, uh, we think. And he's been out since November 24th. Um, Pulak, honestly, no real sense of what's going on there. And uh, Mayfield's uh, sort of the same thing. It's been a little bit hidden. I do know that none of those three are going to travel with this team on this upcoming road trip. So they're not playing these two games, and then you go into the Christmas break. So the very earliest any one of them uh, could return is December 27th. Okay. Um Sorokin and uh, and Varlamov, um, you know, Sorokin's obviously still excellent. Uh, funny, like his numbers early on weren't at the level that you're kind of used to from him. Is he back to to what you'd expect? Um, you know what? He's still he's still giving up goals, and and it's funny because you know I go back and I look at what I write, and I, I write you know use words like brilliant and acrobatic, and uh, you know some you know grade A saves, but you still look at it, and he's giving up three, four, five goals. So you know I, some of that at least has to fall on the goalie. You know, no matter what the defense is doing in front of you. Um, he's played well, but he has not played as well uh, as last season when he, when he finished second in the Vesna Trophy. And that's that's not just even looking at the numbers. That's just looking at him and, and his positioning and, you know, where he's standing in the crease if he's being a little too passive and getting too far back and, you know, not controlling his rebounds as well. It's just it's just like a little bit of a tick off at times, and, and it's led to some goals. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and the reason I ask that is, um, you know, the Edmonton orders, uh, Vasilevsky put on one of the greatest goaltending performances I've seen in my life last, uh, Thursday, uh, stopped 53 of 57 shots and many of them were high danger. Uh, you know, the orders yeah. are a really good offensive team. The Islanders, you mentioned three of their top six defensemen are out. Noah Dobson's playing 25 and a half minutes right now. He's been outstanding for them offensively and defensively. He's actually been on the ice for 32 goals for only 16 goals against, which is uh, outstanding considering that with those guys out, he's playing a lot of the tough minutes. Um, Dobson's been good before, Andrew, but has he kind of taken his game to a new level this year? Oh, 100%. Yeah, he played really well last season um, offensively, but defensively it was a struggle for him at times. This season, the, the the numbers are you know comparable to what he's doing. In fact, he's probably on pace to have a better statistical season. Uh, he's leading the team in points. I think he's third amongst NHL defensemen in points. He, he's having a season where you know you you could at least see him garnering you know a few you know some Norris thoughts. You know, you got to vote one through five. So I could see him getting some, you know, third, fourth, fifth place votes uh, when all is said and done. Um, he's, it, it, it's part, and, and Lane Lambert was talking about this this morning. It was sort of 
part of the Islanders long range process or, you know, the, the big picture for him, uh, he's, He's turning 24. He's uh, only turning 24 in uh, three weeks, I think, on January 7th. This is his fifth season in the NHL. They've all been full seasons. The Islanders brought him up as a rookie right out of the draft because they didn't want to send him back to his junior team because they felt like his uh, development would stagnate there. But they couldn't send him to the AHL uh, because of the age limitations. So he really... You know, he spent, I would say, a two-season apprenticeship at the NHL level where his game developed slowly, you know, age 19, age 20. Barry Trotz and, and Lane Lambert is his top assistant, and this was all put together, the plan, obviously, you know, the way Lou Lamarillo wanted Noah to be developed. So yeah. he deserves a ton of credit for it. Um they brought him along really, really gingerly and really slowly. Um, the first season, I think he only played 34 games. Um, and then even when he did start playing more regularly, Barry Trotz really shied away from giving him the tough matchups on the ice. Um, but that's now that's something this season Noah is able to do. You see him out against the top players. And like you said, the minutes he's averaging, uh, it's 25-33. Um, Kellick and Ajo get hurt up in Ottawa uh, on November 24th, and they were both out of the game, I think, about two, three minutes into the first period. Noah played just about 31 minutes that night, uh, and that was a regulation game because they only had four defensemen. And then it was a back-to-back. That was the first night of a back-to-back. So Noah plays 31 minutes in Ottawa. They come home the next night. They play the Flyers on November 25th. That turns that, that goes to a shootout. That was a one nothing uh, Flyers winning the shootout. And Noah played an additional 28-plus minutes in that game. So, you know, you're talking about a guy who played 60 minutes in consecutive games and seemed no worse for wear. For, for the whole thing. Andrew, uh, enjoy the game tonight. Uh, should be interesting to uh, to see the uh, orders. Can they slow down the vaunted Islanders offense? The two best power plays over the last uh, three weeks going at it, uh, the orders and the Islanders. And for once, maybe in the first time in their last six games, they might hit the over. Uh, these teams have never combined for more than six goals in the last four years head-to-head. So maybe tonight, tonight, there'll be some offense on Long Island. Should, should be, and I appreciate the time, and uh, Happy New Year to everyone. You betcha. Same to you. That's uh, Andrew Gross joining us from uh, Newsday in New York. He's been covering him so long. He was there when Struddy had three goals in a season back in 05. Oh, six, uh, three forty-five. When we come back, uh, yeah, that was around the NHL brought to you by McDonald's. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will, uh, dis- we talked about outdoor rinks, the importance of them, but the, uh, we'll talk about the dangers as well next on the Gregor show presented by playalberta.ca. 348. Welcome back to the Gregor show on sports 1440 live. Oilers Nation YouTube. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, watching. As always, it's presented by PlayAlberta.ca. And it's time to go uh, in the community now, brought to you by United Sport and Cycle. It's the final days. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Before Christmas and United Sport and Cycle is your last-minute Christmas sale is on. You can say big for the athlete in your family. Any sport, they got it all, United Sport and Cycle and uh, today we, you know, we were talking about uh, uh, the ODRs, which are awesome, right? Uh, outdoor rinks are great, but there there are some that are unsafe because they're not actually an outdoor rink. As we are joined by uh, Jennifer Morrison, uh, senior manager at uh, Epcor in uh, Water Services. Uh, Jennifer, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me, Jason. Happy to be here. Great. Um, I know that, uh, you know, stormwater ponds, you know, there's lots. It gets outside and people are like, yeah, I want to skate, right? You want the kids to get outdoors and we want kids outdoors, but the, they got to be in the right position. And unfortunately, you know, we, we've seen like worst case scenarios where we've had some some kids actually pass away here uh, recently because they, they skate on the places they're not supposed to and the water's moving underneath and then they fall through the ice and they don't get out i don't want to fear monger but you know this is a legitimate thing it is yeah the water has a journey so the water that is the snow melt or that gets onto the roadway that has to go somewhere it goes through our system it ends up in our storm water facility and then from there we hold it for a bit until it starts making its journey towards the north saskatchewan river so underneath that stormwater facility we always have moving water so you can't depend on the ice thickness you just don't know what is under there and so that's why they're just unsafe to skate on so unsafe to toboggan on unsafe just generally unsafe yeah now i know you've teamed up with with the edmonton oil kings um to remind edmontonians to stay off of these stormwater facilities and it's not just in edmonton it's Sherwood park st albert all the you know outline areas uh are the, are the same things but um you know you guys are are you teaming up because isn't there something about uh you know helping local community leagues to create safer skating rinks so it's true. Uh, so Edmonton Oil Kings, we're really happy to be partnered up with them. We think that their fan base is the same group of people that are living around our stormwater facility. So we think it's a great partnership from that perspective. Um, from the grants, so EPCOR actually offers community grants. We've um, sent out 90 this year to various community leagues that have applied and been successful. Wow. Each community league gets $800 that they can put towards building out safe places to skate. So it could be a rink within their community that they can um, allow their community members to go enjoy, enjoy for the winter rather than looking at that stormwater management facility because it's not a skating rink. It's not for recreational use. And this way we can direct people to healthy, safe opportunities. 
So, like, how, is there like a, a guideline on, on how to build one of these safe ones? So it's actually up to the community. There is uh, a couple things that they'll have to check in the application process. So they have to have a permit from the city of Edmonton. They have to have a space available. Um, but for the most part, it's fairly simple for uh, communities to apply for these grants. The other thing, you don't have to have a stormwater facility in your community to be eligible. So it's open for all communities within Edmonton. So how does a community know, uh, like, where do they go to apply for this? Do you just go to EPCOR.com? It is EPCOR.com. Uh, applications have closed for this year, but likely it'll be something that we look at moving forwards as well. It has been a very successful program. Last year, EPCOR provided $90,000 into the community. For all these different, and so basically it's um, these community rinks, I'm assuming it's like a small, because I'm guessing I've seen these, it's outside their little shack and, and they just build it and so they, they flood the ice and it's basically just in, an, in like in a field or a different area, right, where there's obviously no risk of falling through anything. That's correct. Like some of them are bigger. They have full boards. They could be full size rinks. Some of them are smaller that are more like family sized um, for little kids beside the big rink. Some of them are just smaller boards that you have a safe spot. So they look different depending on the community that you're in. Jen Morrison joins us from uh, EPCOR. So, Jen, I, I know that you guys send out the, uh, you know, the notices every year to remind people, you know, it's not just skating, tobogganing, because, uh, you know, some of those stormwater ponds uh, where they're situated are, it's, you know, there's like a hill and it's super fun when you're a kid and you want to go sledding. So I, I totally understand it is um, obviously staying off at 100 percent is the best thing to do. But is, is there other hints or tips you, you give to people? Because kids sometimes will just make a, a split second bad decision. It's true. So the biggest thing you could do is, let's say you have a dog, kids, keep them away from the facility. So your dog's on a leash, kids are held in hand, enjoy the walking paths, enjoy your time at that stormwater facility, but definitely stay away from that water's edge. It's just not safe. Is there, um, a, like if somebody sees someone on one of those ponds, is there a hotline to call or anything like that? How does that work? Yeah, so if you see someone actively recreating on a stormwater pond that might be an immediate danger, we would recommend that you call 911. Um, it is an immediate danger. All other activity can be reported to EPCOR trouble. So let's say you see footprints or you see evidence of a toboggan sliding down or maybe ski tracks, you can call EPCOR trouble. Uh, the number there is 780-412-4500. Well, Jen, I appreciate your time. Uh, great teaming up with the uh, the Old Kings, uh, as you met. Now, I, I do have some text people wondering. So, could they apply for next year already, or when is the uh, when does it open up for next winter? It's not open now, but I would definitely take a look at EPCOR's website. Uh, I think there's also an email on the page that okay. you could contact for information, but not open quite yet. Not open quite yet. Well, uh, that would make sense because that's not until next uh, September, I would think. But uh, either way, uh, that's great. Make uh, more outdoor facilities. Uh, uh, the more there are, the better it is. And obviously, the safer they are, the better it is. Because unfortunately, there has been a few kids who've actually lost their lives here in the last few years uh, uh, drowning in one of these stormwater things. So we want to have the uh, safety reminder before Christmas as all the kids get out of school and they're looking for activities. So this is hopefully a one that they're not partaking in. Jen, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. That's uh, Jen Morrison from uh, EPCOR. So I know that's, you know, it's not the best, but it's important to talk about because, you know what, uh, we read the stories and uh, there was a little girl uh, last year. So they fell in. And what happened was because it wasn't that it wasn't that thick. It was it was more near the end of the winter. Right. Than the beginning. And then you get stuck in the mud, fell in, couldn't get out. And just think about that for a moment as a parent, like awful. 
So um, if you're uh, if you live by one of those or it's in your neighborhood, just try to remind the kids that that's a, a no go zone. Because right now it's definitely not that thick because it hasn't been that cold. And it's also tempting too, right? Yeah, because, of course. I know, totally it, get why as a kid you make that split second decision. Yeah, very scary. You know, as a parent with kids, it's uh, you know you, you see it all the time. At those ponds, look so inviting, and, and sometimes there's a skiff of snow, and you can never really tell. And you can tell kids are throwing rocks and different things out to try and test the thickness of it. But yeah, no, that's really scary. No, actually, there's one right by behind my house, and uh, there's a there's a walking path of the hill, and so the kids will go tobogganing on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them had the little kind of the circle crazy carpet. I don't even know what it's called now. Like, I remember crazy carpet, but now they have like the little circle ones. And uh, it was flying. Well, that, you know, went halfway out on the ice. Yeah. And um, one of the other neighbors was the one who saw him. It was just like, good for her, but she was out the door. And you're like, so they basically had to set up like a kind of a makeshift fence because you don't want the kids to stop. You just, yeah. you know, hey, if you run into the fence, no problem. That's, you're not going to hurt yourself. It wasn't like a hard fence, but just they put mm-hmm. up some blockage because there was only one little area. There were some trees on either side. Usually you'd run into those shrubs, yeah. but there's a path right through it. And she went right through that and was probably a good 40 feet out on the ice. So. I think back to my, I lived behind a, a creek and a stream. Obviously, there were some parts that were deeper than others. My parents had no clue. <laughs> we were out there playing, <laughs> going through the water. No idea. Uh, no, but that's a creek, though, right? Because yeah. it's probably not running. Well, we were on ponds, too. Oh, okay, it's yeah, just, yeah. You know, like, oh. just a different generation, different yeah. way of different. Well, nowadays, the stormwater ponds, though, yeah. that's like, they're flooding. Yeah. Like, it's constantly in motion. Like, yeah. I, we outdoor rinks at the farm on the uh, very because you know people say well, hey we skate outdoors as a kid all the time yeah but you weren't in one that had flowing yeah. water yeah. right if you have a dugout yeah it's not flowing water yeah. it's got water and then, you know as it freezes they're not bringing in new water yeah. that's s- s- circulating underneath and you don't know what's co- like what else what's in the water is it salt what's in the water too right would also affect you know i would think the you know the thickness of the ice right yeah hmm. interesting I got a fun question about generational talent. We'll get to that, Brown. I'll get your thoughts on that. Uh, Struddy will join us. Uh, we'll update you. Uh, Jill is up to $3,500 on the uh, dinner, uh, courtesy of uh, Paul Schufelt. Uh, we'll get to that. And uh, a bargain deal. We've got two hours left. Uh, I know someone's going to bid it up because the deal is too good uh, to pass up. But we'll tell you what those are today in the month of giving after a Connor Hallish Sports 1440 update brought to you by Fountain Tire. Uh, stop in at Fountain Tire. You need anything done. They got all the great service. You want to keep your vehicle on the road. You want your tires changed. Maybe you need them rotated. Maybe you're still a little bit of a slowpoke. You don't got the winter tires on. They'll do it all. Book it down at FountainTire.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.